Hello and welcome to a Meathead Hippie podcast. I'm your host, Emily Schramm. Oh my gosh, how good does this audio sound? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate Meathead Hippie. Welcome to the show. I am a nutritional therapist, I'm a coach, I'm a trainer, I just, I am just me, and today's podcast is going to be about the next four months, something I find very fascinating, I think it's going to resonate deeply, it is about a node shift that happened, where we have moved into some new terrain, and I want it to be very inspiring and uplifting, and also help you focus in on when we start to sneak back into some former patterns that we're letting go of, how we can reframe and redirect and guarantee that this year is nothing but in our best interest as we expand, as we grow, as we're courageous, as we tackle things that are finally ready for us to tackle, whatever that looks like, right? It's 2024. Technically, the new year hasn't actually happened because we're still somewhat in winter, right? It's it's January, but there is some powerful energy to start setting some intention, like where do you want to be and who do you want to be and how do you want to show up? And as we navigate these questions, the best the best way to do it without being overwhelmed from my own personal opinion, is to do it in a way that is curious. And I talk about this a lot in my book, how curiosity always saved my life and it still continues to do so. So wherever you are, take a big breath in and know it's all in perfect timing. We're never late. There's no fear of missing out. That's an illusion. We're exactly where we should be. And anything that is telling you you're not doing enough or any any voice in your head that says there is something missing. I need you to tell that voice to shut the fuck up (laughs) because we are exactly where we need to be. Thank you for being here. By the way, it's been such a pleasure to do these office hours. It's free for anyone on Fridays. If you want to book, I'll link it below. You can always just book a session with me to deep dive into anything that feels heavy. If you need help carrying, if you need help uh, going through some supplement support, if you need help going through motivation, you know, these little office hours have really brought me closer to you. And I haven't really felt that in so long. I have so many people coming in that have done my programs in the past and have done uh, MFIT challenges, superhero challenges, these, these things I've done the last 12 years, give or take. And it just brings me a lot of joy to notice and understand and be aware that like the growth is so, it's so obvious. Like we all start with our physical body for the most part, and then we move into the deeper shit because the physical can only get us so far. So I just want to say thank you for being here, for being a listener, for being a participant in my crazy ideas, which I really want to share with you at the end of this podcast. So stay tuned towards the end for things I'm working on and I need your help. So don't, don't disappear yet. I would love to get your feedback on a lot of these new ideas that are coming into fruition and just super stoked about it. But To get to the meat of this, 
I want to share about what is called Gene Key 51. And let me just start by saying this is based on human design. So I've done a couple podcasts on human design. If you go to Google or go anywhere and type in meathead hippie human design, there'll be a few things that pop up. I want to say I've done three so far, but to make it simple so you don't have to do that, human design is a way to take astrology and the I Ching and the chakra system and it combines it all in one. So if you have your name, your date of birth and your time of birth and location of birth, you can plug it into anyhumandesignfreereport.com and get what is called a body graph. And this body graph is so beautiful because it really is unique to you. You can understand your tendencies to uh, be open in certain places and be fixed in some places. And you can look at, wow, that is the way I am. It's just like everything. It's the curiosity. So without getting into too many details of what human design is and what your human design is, I would love to share a shift that happened in the nodes earlier this week where our north node moved to gate 51. And it'll be here for four-ish months. So I've been reading about it. I took my van to the desert to my favorite place called the Salton Sea, which deserves an entire podcast in and of itself because it's the most magical, unique little spot in the entire world. And the people there and the the birds there and the life there and the story there, the history. I'm, I couldn't be more obsessed. Please everyone Google salt, salt and sea, go visit it, go to the ski, the only restaurant in Bombay beach, go support, go look at all the, all the art. It's incredible. But while I was there, I was really reflecting on this change, this gate 51 And so it means collectively, all of us are going to be going through what this gate is. And the beautiful thing about this is that because it's gate 51 and because there's gene keys and each one of us has our own, we can kind of take what's resonant for us and leave what's not. And that's, that's life. So I feel so strongly about this because there is in a gene key which there's 64 of them total, just like there's 64 genes in our code, our genetic makeup codon. When we're looking at an individual gene key, like gate 51, we can see it from the lens of what Richard Rudd talks about in gene keys in his book, where we can see the shadow aspect or maybe the lower frequency. We can see the gift aspect, and then we can see the highest version of this gate, which would be the city or like the, the pure light form, the highest frequency we can get. So that just means that we can see patterns in our day-to-day interactions with each other and ourselves, and we can aim for something that's a little higher vibration, something that's a little bit more high. <laughs> what else, how, how else do I say this? It's just better. It's like more light, more frequency. And when we ourselves are doing the work and we're calling in good things, it's all a mirror, right? What I show up in the world as is what is reflected back to me. So if I am doing the inner work, if I'm doing the shadow work and I'm really allowing it to have space, not to shun it, not to change it, but to just to say, Hey, I see you and I love you. And I'm going to figure out what is needed in the situation so that you can feel accepted so that you can heal. 
right? That's the shadow work 101. Then we know that as we heal these pieces and our vibration starts to change and shift, especially when we look at the food we're eating and the water we're drinking and the people we're surrounded by and the environment that we're in, then that's reflected in our external world. So it doesn't matter what our New Year's resolutions might be, or it doesn't matter what we're trying to put out into the world, unless we also are doing that internal work. That's why we are doing this. This is why the woo is so important, because everything is a mirror. And so with Gay 51, I think this is so fascinating, because the lower frequency will show up as agitation. That is the word for the shadow frequency, agitation. And in a world where there's a lot of shock and chaos and shifting, it can feel as if possibly we are ourselves a little agitated, we're a little on edge, we're a little uncomfortable. And this is coming from a deep rooted seed in our cells, our lowest frequency, which is not flawed, it's just what it is, where we feel competitive, possibly the FOMO or the com- com- competitive side of like, well, she's doing it. Why can't I? Or, oh my gosh, they're doing this. I should be doing this. And it it comes off as agitation or it comes through as agitation because you yourself are agitated at yourself for not doing something. Maybe you're agitated at others at a a low frequency way or a, a very subtle way because there's something missing in your own expression. And so I've just, I've just been kind of leaning into this word, agitation. Has agitation showed up in my life at all? And I want to read two passages with agitation. So in Gene Keys in this book, he talks about if it's repressed. So if it's agitation, it could show up as a repressed way, or it could show up as a reactive way. And there's the repressed way, which is named cowardly, which is a strong thing to say, but I think this is important. When I'm reading now, when refracted through an introverted nature, the 51st shadow manifests as a kind of cowardice. These are people who steadily lose hope concerning life. And instead of lashing out like the reactive nature, they slowly shut down and turn inward. These can be highly depressive people with little or no enthusiasm for anything in life. The cowardice here lies in the repression of a very powerful nature. These people simply allow fear to rule their life, even though they have the power within them to pull themselves out. The real fear is facing the fear itself. Ironically, by facing the fear, it is shown to be an illusion. However, such natures rarely find the individual courage to break the illusion, preferring instead to wallow in a repetitive cycle of self-pity. To break out of the cycle of depression, these people have to wake up to the fact that only they can rescue themselves. This book is so real. Like, you're just like, fuck. Like, I know it's sometimes hard to hear, but like, fuck, this is important. There is nobody who should feel like there's a lack of life force in their body. If you're listening to this podcast and you feel low energy and depressed and you are looking for more life, I want you to remember that that life is looking for you back and it's starting from within. So remember that a lot of it is about us facing our own, (laughs) our own darkness, our own shit. Maybe something shut you down in the past. I ask of you to be brave enough to bring that back open. So maybe your word of this year is courage. 
maybe your word of this year is energy of a lion. <laughs> the lion needs to come out. I always think of a lion when I hear the word coward, right? Coward, almost the opposite of pride, finding that self-pride again. And I do feel when we take these steps, whether it's, hey, I drank enough water today, or hey, I said no to drinking alcohol for three days in a row, or I made it to the gym five days in a row. This is the pride in self that adds reps upon reps upon reps. And it is so profound. It's so profound. And then the reactive nature, which is the opposite, which either it's, you, we've, we've probably experienced this in some way through self or through other, this manifests as hostility. This hostility is the result of the dangerous pairing of a fearless rage and a deep sense of futility. These natures bring outer shock into the world. At an emotional level, these people have no real sense of respect for human beings. They tend to be drawn to any sphere of society where competition is wor worshipped from business to sports. They are loners with deep-seated emotional boundaries. They ho throw themselves into highly dangerous or risky situations. Uh, these people provoke hostility in others, but without any agenda. It's because they have so much energy with this competitiveness, they don't really know what to do. So the only way to break this pattern is for people to channel their agitation into some creative project that will ultimately lead to a feeling of fulfillment. So there's like these two sides to it, right? I would say that maybe the cowardly is more prevalent, even though that word is harsh. It's like, oh, yeah, I am being a little bit shy about engaging in life, engaging in the force of nature that's ready to come through me. And then I think sometimes when we, we are maybe reactive in this way, we're seeking something in such a deep way. And this kind of goes to my past of like, I don't know what I was seeking, but I was clearly seeking something and pushing and pushing and pushing in a little bit of a manic way. I have no regrets, but as an observer, oh, as a little manic, okay, what was I looking for? And then the healing that came when I took that energy and I channeled it completely into my creative work. And if you haven't done my free little lemon drop challenge, just go go to my website, emilyshrom.com. It's either at the top or you can scroll down. It's a fun way to understand your creative expression. That is going to be a reoccurring theme for my year and my podcast and the work that I'm doing and some beautiful things coming out that I want to make sure you guys feel supported in, in any way I can, because we have to create our creative energy to tap into that in a really profound way is the most empowering, badass thing we can do. And that's what goes, that's what gate 51 at its core is about. So that's like the shadow side, right? Okay, we can see some of these shadow sides. Now what's the gift of it? How can we take this agitation or this lack of courage or whatever it is that's in me? Now what do I do with it? And the gift of this 51st gene key is initiative. And so if we're looking at the shadow that kind of leads to hellish energy, the gift is leading us to a place of great personal empowerment and genius. The 51st gift is engaged whenever the human competitive spirit is put into the service of creativity. 
Every time you have the courage to follow your own independent creative juices, you have stepped through the 51st portal of initiative. Oh, I love this. To follow your initiative is to step off the beaten track and to follow the dictates of your own inner being. There is no safety net when you follow your own destiny in this way. It is a giant leap onto a path that no one else has ever traveled. The mass consciousness is both in awe and afraid of those who follow this life path. The collective way is the way of security, but the way of the individual is mysterious and fraught with uncertainty. As we shall see, it is also the path, the only path to true awakening. It is not possible for a human being to awaken without first stepping fully into their creative independence. When I think about our own life and let's say this is okay this is the theme for the next four months fuck yes it is my job to be in positions that are really terrifying but are so true to me it is my work my best work to throw myself into the other <laughs> the the unknown and allow myself to have the trust that my feet will lead the way this is it. This is everything. And if we don't tap into it now, when will we? And so I just think if we have the support from the astrology and from the stars and the cosmos, there is no greater, better time than to really go through those self-limiting beliefs. Why aren't we creating? Why aren't we going and <laughs> doing what we have said in the back of our mind? Why are we living with this discontentment? And I have some small group training that I'm doing. I'm, it's a really beautiful group of women. I also have some men, but mostly women, where we go through and we do weekly calls and check-ins and really tuning in to their creative projects, really understanding that it is really helpful to share the limiting beliefs that come up when you create because to create is to directly engage with our shadow. If I'm going to create, I also know that it's an expedited way for me to see all of the beliefs that would stop me from either continuing to create or believing that my creative projects have anything of value to the world. So notice this in yourself when we create in the moment, it feels so good, right? It's just bliss and flow. It's like a child with a chalk on the sidewalk, just in moments of just, God, this feels good. And then what comes up after that, whether it's if we share it or we show it or we wish to have it be a part of our livelihood, all of the stories that come up that are, of course, originated in fear. And so I think creative expression is the fastest way to get to know those limiting beliefs. Also relationships. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, it's a tie between the two. But this is so important because if we are looking at taking this agitation that might, we might feel or this shock and, and kind of understanding like, oh, how do I engage with life? It is about engaging in your own creative energy, your own creative bliss. And then the beautiful, beautiful thing is that when we take that to the next level, to the city or the highest expression of the 51st gate, this is the awakening. And awakening means a lot of things to a lot of different people. I love this line, which is, 
we are asleep until we're not. <laughs> Once we're awake, there's no going back. You can't meditate your way to it. You can't listen to enough podcasts to get your way to it. There is no rhyme or reason. It's a giant mystery. It just is you're aware or you're not. And my hope is that with this podcast, no matter where we're coming from or our background or our knowledge, that all we're doing is waking up more of our self. Our internal self exists always. It's just our own awareness of that self, that highest self, that um, really intuitive self, that really powerful self, like we're the entire cosmos in a body form. A lot of it is asleep. I'm telling you right now, half, if not more of your body is asleep. And that's okay. But every time we get closer to who we are and what we're here to do and our creative magic, it is closer and closer to the full awakening of self. And this is important because if we all are a little bit more awake in whatever way that means, our world would be so different. So we're taking a very sleepy world and we're shaking it up. And we do that with ourselves. Where in my life am I sleepy? And am I ready to go the next step? Am I ready to tackle this? Am I ready to understand that I will forever live in fixing my individual problems if I don't finally, finally go there to these places? And for me, this is just so important because we're going to spend our whole life caring about ourself. It's a, it's self-obsession. It, it's, it's not good. The health and fitness industry is completely self-obsessed. Even if it's talking about really good things, even if I've shared really good stuff about yourself, if we live in constant conversation about self and our own body and our own food, it's selfish. <laughs> There's so much more out there. There's so much more. I mean, we do the work internally and in our own system so that we can be of value to the collective, to the bigger issues at hand. And I, it's just this crazy shift, right? Like, oh, I get it. Like I've spent so much time obsessing about myself. And I, I say that with love because I've been there. I haven't even been able to see outside of myself. And so what can we do to really understand like, yeah, we're making the steps for individual support. We're making the steps for our own individual health. But we're doing this not just so that we are so optimized that we're just superheroes, which kind of does happen. We're doing this so that we can now look up and look out. And that's why this is like, oh, the world needs us. Trees, plants, birds, ecosystems biodiversity, all of these things that are just like calling for our attention <laughs> is there's a way to do it. There's just a way to do it without us um, destroying other by self-obsession of self and self-obsession of our own health and wellness. I don't know if this makes sense. I would love to know if this makes sense, if this resonates, but just, just know that the awakening is happening. We have a choice to direct it. I know there's one more thing I wanted to read. This is, okay, here we go, here we go. Every one of us must at some point in life leave the crowd and head off into the uncharted wilderness of our heart. This is the true path and destiny of humanity. The vitality and courage in initiative stirs powerful responses from the quantum field. Thus, the more you believe in yourself and act from this belief, 
the more life supports you. To overcome your own sense of unworthiness and to step beyond competition is to embrace the magic of higher dimensions. Those who take the initiative engage the forces of good fortune and synchronicity. In this sense, the 51st Gene Key will always reward your perseverance when you trust in your own heart. It will shock you with good fortune. (laughs) I don't know why that makes me cry, but it does. Because there's just something about believing in your own magic. And I feel like we're living in a place where we don't believe in our own magic anymore. And I want you to really believe in your own magic. (laughs) I want you to really feel it. And I want you to love it. And it's not um, a solo journey, right? This isn't a solo journey. We're not supposed to do things on our own, but we are supposed to really express and find that, that beautiful path that is so unique to who you are. Oh, okay. It is so good to be back for a 2024 Meathead Hippie series. I have great interviews coming up, a lot about the environment and love and how to take care of the world and just opening up our eyes to different things. You know how I do at Meathead Hippie Podcast. It's all over the map. I am so grateful that you are here. And let me just share a few of the projects that I have been working on. So I do need your help. I have just sent a survey that is about this big idea. So I have a supplement line, myempirica.com. I'm obsessed with this supplement line because if we're doing a lot of good water, hopefully you listen to the water podcast that I just did. If we're doing really nutritious food, And if we're doing for our body supplements, supplements that our body loves, there is a really good trio of support that your body can respond and get safe and get stable. And it helps with everything. It helps with our movement practice. It helps with our creative practice. It just is powerful. And this can go from anything from improving your sleep with the magnesium that I have, the TriMag, to improving your workouts with the BCAAs, the full essential amino acid profile that I have, to making sure that you have good energy because your B vitamins are depleted. So you can get your B vitamins through custom packs or through my support that I have already created. The reason for this and the reason I'm so in love with this is because when we stabilize ourselves and our cells, we can be more of value to the world. We're more rooted down. We have more to give other. It's all about healing self to give back to other. So I just put a new chat bot. It's a pretty smart one that I'm super stoked about on myempirica.com. So if you're not sure what supplements to take or if you are still trying to figure it out or you're overwhelmed, just go shoot that a message where it's fun because it's new and we're constantly editing it and kind of making sure that it's giving, taking my brain and all this knowledge and putting it into chatbot form. So please help us out by using it, but also know it can be really helpful for you if you're looking for a supplement support. I also have my office hours that you are more than welcome to book anytime to talk about how to build your supplement protocol. And I also have this big idea to take these tubs, the BCAAs, the TriMag, and my protein, the Detox Complete, 
you ship them back to me. You can clean them if you want to, but we will also clean them. And we are going to fill them with herbs. And the number one source of food magnesium, which is so perfect because my bestseller and the best magnesium on the market that I have ever seen is mine, <laughs> my TriMag. The best food source for magnesium is cacao. So I'm heading to Mexico. I want you to get cacao from these farms that I have in Mexico. And it would be so fun to fill up these containers and send them right back to you with actual supplements through herbs. And cacao is just one of many herbs that I want to make sure I give you access to. Turmeric, ginger, damiana, milky oats, nettles, red raspberry leaf. Each one of these are really powerful medicinal medicine that work in synergy with our bodies as plants do because plants are the original medicine. So I'm sending out a survey. It's going to be a fun pre-order starting with cacao and filling up these tubs, getting them to you. I would love to know your feedback from how to ship back these containers, the logistics of it. When you ship them back, you get a gift card to use for myempirica.com for your next order. And it's just this full circle. I guess I should say a full infinity of here's your supplements for your individual self, but then bring these supplement containers back to us and let's start filling them up with different types of medicine, herbal medicine, to get straight back to you. Different forms and different knowledge. And let me teach you how to use it. So cacao. How do we use raw cacao or um, this fermented cooked cacao? How do we use it? And for me, I put it in my... I always get like my van breakfast is gluten-free cereal with a coconut milk. And I do two scoops of my detox complete protein and then cacao nibs. You can also blend it. You can also do it in your so smoothies. I guess that's blending it. That's the same, same. And then my favorite way is actually to just eat it straight. So lots of different tools to make sure you know how to use these, these medicines. Because that's what I see them as. They're plants, but they're medicines. They're so herbal and wonderful. Cacao is so helpful for our heart. It's a heart opener. But again, the highest form of magnesium in food that you can get, period. Not just like of herbs, like of food, highest form of magnesium. So knowing that we're 95% of humans, Americans are deficient in magnesium because of our practices in farming, which is why we need to all take care of our individual self so that we can wake up and join peel.com <laughs> so we can realize how we can impact the world. That being said, please take the survey. I'll, anything that any feedback, any any support you can give us in seeing if this is a an idea that you'd want to participate in, we would love, love, love to hear it. Outside of that, just help spread the word. If you are a magnesium lover, which so many of you are, thank you of TriMag. We have an amazing affiliate program. I do monthly calls with the affiliates so that we talk about things from marketing to business to herbal medicine. It's just a way for us to keep learning and get in the same room together. So if you're interested in, in becoming an affiliate, we would love the help spreading the word for these beautiful supplements. And again, just oh, 
just know like the ability for us to tap into the the power that we have can come from many different forms and if you're overwhelmed if you want support we're here support at emilyshrum.com office hours all of it it's just it's just such a pleasure to be able to be a teacher and a guide but also just a friend and someone that is just in this world right alongside with you in the same time frame even though there's like millions of universes blah 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 have you seen the movie everything everywhere all at once that's what I feel like my life is I think that our whole lives are it's so fantastic to have that perspective like decisions take way too much of our energy <laughs> like we just just got to move forward just move forward and everything works out especially when we're in integrity with ourselves and we have love in our hearts and nothing but love to give to the world you can't really fuck up you know why are we why are we living so scared we just gotta go let's go Okay, welcome back to me, Hedebi. Thank you for being here. I hope this is helpful. If you haven't yet, please leave a review on Spotify uh, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. If it resonates, please let me know or share with a friend. Go to myempirica.com to stock up on supplements. You can use the code MeatheadHippie for 15% off. And then, of course, Feel free to ship us those containers back so that you can then be a part of the herbal medicine remedies coming your way through just so many fun, beautiful farmers and connections that we've created over the last few years. And I look forward to seeing you in a podcast, seeing you in a podcast, seeing you in office hours. Um, we'll talk soon. You'll hear me in your ears soon. Thank you for being here.